Wherever you go, we're live streaming. Take us with you, 100.3 Bay FM. Bay FM 100.3, live and local across the Bayside. We have an absolute local legend mm-hmm. in the studio. We've even brought in an extra set of disco lights this evening. It's only right it, and it's only fair. It is. It is. We have Tom Oliver in the studio right now. Yeah! Oh, my goodness gracious me. Good evening. And you're right. This room does look fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. We've pulled out all the stops. You really thing. have. What, what an honour. charm. Yes. <laughs> Look, we haven't um, put out a cheese plate or anything, but that's okay. I heard that's coming, though. Yeah. Well, I, I did order it Let at reception. Let craft services. <laughs> oh, here we oh, go. Oh, there's the parmesan. Awesome. <laughs> Pack of parmesan cheese, and that's as close as we've got. So, oh, Tom, so good to have you in the studio. It's um, really good to be here. Oh, and it's... I haven't seen you in this studio since you were getting interviewed for, by Ted for Rock the Bay. I know, that's ridiculous. Why did we wait so long? I know, I know. But we can talk all things Tom Oliver. That's crazy. Yes, I know. Well, this is the segment of the show where we've highlighted so many artists from the Wynnum Fringe. Oh, yes. Not only in our stage to stereo segment, but our musician's journey segment. Mm-hmm. And both of those segments have sort of combined tonight. When two become one. Oh, it's like yes. a Spice Girl song. <laughs> spice up your life. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's talk Tom Oliver before we evolve onto Win and Fringe chats. That sounds boring. Oh, well, okay. Well, it won't take long. Okay, so, <laughs> Tom, we o- often ask people whether it's... Uh, Huge international artists or local buskers, or no matter what what they're up to, when did you first realise this is what you wanted to do and you could do it so well? Oof, I think I'm still trying to work out when that will be soon. But I, I, <laughs> I guess when I started doing it, um, I was in grade 10 at Iona College in Wynnum. Yes. Um, until that moment, I was heavily into playing cricket in summer and rugby in winter. Mm-hmm. And then me and my mates in the rugby team auditioned for the school musical for a bit of fun. Um, <laughs> almost a joke. It was not a serious operation right. until mm. – um, and, and, and it was high school musical as well. Like this was like when high school musical oh, came yeah. out mm-hmm. and Zac Efron was – and Vanessa Hudgens and all those amazing people were mm-hmm. doing the movie for the first time. So okay. my school chose to do this show and I was like, I love that show, but being a sports person, I wasn't allowed to say it, like, too loud. Of course. So I just went along for a joke. But then Uh. I got cast as Troy in this show. (laughs) It was like fate. And I was like, this is fun and cool. And um, from that moment, um, the sport slowly dropped away. And um, the singing and the dancing... Well, not much dancing, let's be honest. I'm, I'm very much a mover. But the singing and the acting has been my thing ever since. So I'd say, yeah, that would have been circa 2007. Okay. Okay. And look, you know, cut to being in Marsha Hines' band, playing all around the world in Velvet, in Rolling Thunder, Vietnam, yeah. which is the last time we chatted to you on this program. Yes, yep. Do you get tired of kicking goals? <laughs> yeah. Going back to the sports reference. <laughs> I think I'm still dodging a few players along the way. I don't know if I... I, I kick some balls and they go in some sorts of direction. But Same. Um, <laughs> I, I've heard you do that very well, actually, Tony. Mm. <laughs> but... <laughs> I th- I'm on my, I think, 13th gap year from high school. I'm very much like, 
learning as I go. I, I haven't got any um, serious pieces of paper or, or degrees to say that I do what I do, but I just love it. And I think right. that's that's the most um, that, that's what I love the most is that I'm doing something that that brings me joy, and I'm meeting so many great people along the way. And every year brings a new challenge, like as you say with the festival. Like that's just that's come out of covid and now it's also something that i do so there's there's never been a plan but i've been very fortunate to work with people like Marsha and and all these amazing artists that have taught me little bits and pieces along the way mm. and the logistical nightmare of uh organizing the fringe for the first time <laughs> oh i don't know how you did it i don't know how you did it like when my friends got covid and were out of work i maybe made them a potato bake <laughs> Yeah. You put on an entire festival. <laughs> I did that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you really did. We yeah, well, I mean, yes, I did and and lots of people did it with me. But I I I don't know how to people ask me that and I just I I don't know. Looking back, I don't know. I still don't know really how to do it, but I think we were in such a lucky situation in in 2020 in Brisbane. I mean, it, we were in a terrible situation, but yes. <laughs> but in terms of the, uh, comparing us to the rest of the world, like we we weren't as locked down as Melbourne and Sydney. We weren't as locked down as most places around the world. And I guess the answer is it was a fluke. Like we were so lucky that the the weekend that we did it, we were allowed to do it, and then we did it. So everything could have gone wrong, and it and it sort of did, but but it didn't. And then ten thousand people or something rocked up across Wynnum in three days. And uh, I got a letter from the government saying, um, you've done something wrong because you had too many people gathering in the one place. And I was like, I've never got an official letter from the government saying I've done something wrong. And as mm. a person putting on an event, usually you're quite proud of lots of people gathering. <laughs> but, but I've still got it at home, this letter. from, And we were funded by the government too. Like we got a big grant to do it. So the arts department gave us this money. We're like, go, you good thing. You're employing artists. And then the health department was like, Mr. Oliver, um, this is a, like a formal warning that you shouldn't do that again. And I was like, what a contradiction. What a world we're living in. Mm, so you revived the arts and almost killed them at the same time. <laughs> No. Bring the community together and then <laughs> knock and then them over. Shove them back in their houses and slam the door. Yeah. <laughs> Not allowed to come out. It was that, a wild yeah. time, hey. Like everyone had a different experience and that I'm just very lucky that that was mine, I guess. It could have gone so wrong. It could have, but it didn't. <laughs> and goodness. we are so lucky that Winning Fringe is coming back because we had a blast last year. Oh, we hit it hard last year. Oh, yeah. That was the first time that was the first time I ever went. I think I went to five or six shows. Yes, and we saw I mean, gods, we saw it twice alone. And I think you saw it a third time maybe. I interviewed one of the guys when we were uh, broadcasting from yes, the fringe. That's right. the one. Ah, Tom. That's the one. Yeah. 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 Tom and Cal. Um and we went to the Burlesque show. Yes, um, Bayside Burlesque Club. How good was that? That Life was an changing. Experience. <laughs> Life changing. Have you ever seen anything like that in the Bayside? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, especially not in a community hall that had a there was there was a senior citizen vibe. Oh my uh, gosh. Yes. And you should have seen the meeting after it. Like when the fringe closed, the ladies and I'm sure that Sandy and the team aren't listening right now, but if you are shout out to you. Shout legends. out to the crew. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they were like so Tom, look, we love the fringe, but um that, that show that you had in here, we've never we've never seen anything like it and I just don't think we should have that in here again next year. And I was like, how dare you, Sandy? I really loved the juxtaposition between the vibe of yeah. the venue and mm. the show that was presented. So did the performers. They really Oh, yeah. It. Yeah. Tash, Tash York is just brilliant. Uh, uh, 
amongst all of the other incredible yes. performers, of course. Yeah, but yeah. Tash York. Man. Tash and um, Trigger Happy as yeah. well with the tassels. And what I love, <laughs> <laughs> what I love yes. about Trigger, uh, Trigger puts this group of performers together and he's all about developing young burlesque performers too. Mm-hmm. So he has incredible world-class performers in his lineup, but then also has up-and-comers and, and makes sure that there's at least one spot spot in his shows for, for someone who's coming through the ranks and developing. And mm. it's yeah. such a, yeah, I think that's one of my proudest Win and Fringe moments is, oh. is that Bayside burlesque. Yeah. Um, we, I don't think we can actually share the story on air. Can we, Cal? No. No. But we okay. will share it shortly after we yeah, throw the Yeah, don't songs. worry about that. Um, uh, let's just say it's uh, become a part of our common day vernacular. Yes. Uh, and vocabulary. It really has. Okay. You'll yeah. be shocked when you hear it. Um, <laughs> but Tune into the socials for oh the real Oh, my scoop. goodness. Yes, but uh, it was iconic. It truly was. Yeah. Life-changing. And... Um, I even carry some something with me every time we do radio just because of it. Really? Oh, oh my go. gosh. I think this has to develop into our Win and Fringe podcast. I reckon we can talk about it on there. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So stay tuned if you're listening and you need mm. the the real story here because I'm Ooh. keen to hear it too. Yeah, there's so many like tassels and fringe something pun there. <laughs> I can't. I'll think of it. I'll Give get me back time, to you. Let us cook. <laughs> yes. We'll come up with something. So Win and Fringe coming up again this year. Cannot wait for it to happen. Mm. Um, and of course, nothing's been announced yet with artists or anything. But I I know you're gonna. Get some great, great guests. We I'm are, sure we are, and, and we we um, I mean, it's so miraculous that we're back because, as you know, organising an event of that scale is huge and so risky. And we made it out alive last year, thank goodness. <laughs> just mm. um, that's and always now, a plus. <laughs> and now Arts Queensland have jumped on board for another three years, so we know we're doing it for three years now. <sighs> we can start to plan into the future. So for, for the first time, we're thinking about next year and the year after, and really trying to grow things in a sustainable way. So all the things that happened last year are going to happen again. There's going to be some great headline acts. Maybe you heard one of their voices tonight. I don't know. Ooh, I, maybe I, I can't confirm or deny. But, but it is looking likely that one of the singers that you have just heard will be with us again. We are um, going to get the cast of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Good. <laughs> yeah. The original cast. Susan Sarandon will be headlining Win and Fringe. You heard, no. it, here. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> A girl can dream. Yeah. Um, could you imagine? And we're going to have the family stuff because, as you know, there's so many families and, and um, young humans uh, waddling around these parts that mm. we want to we want to really make some good quality stuff for. Yeah. And then there might even be some bigger events that happen each weekend. So oh, okay. I think I'm going to um, – we're going to announce that soon. But I, I feel like we need to collaboration station with Bay FM mm. and the So Bay Party Mix a bit more in that department. Oh, we'll consider us there. Oh. We'll workshop. <laughs> yeah. And um, some great things will happen, I'm sure. That's I'm sure too. Sounds it's, delightful. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's very exciting stuff. I'm so glad The Fringe is back. And uh, we get to have even more fun mm. over, what is it, three weeks? Three weeks. Three whole weeks of intense, full-on fun. You've that- gone from three days to three weeks. Yeah, what was I thinking? That it's a good time. It is a great time. And, hey, it'll be three months next year. Oh. No, no. <laughs> oh, I'd be fringed out. Fringed out, yeah. <laughs> but not tasseled out. No. no. Is that the name of the podcast, Fringed Out? Fringed Out. Out for it? No. Anyway, we'll get it. We've <laughs> Sorry. Got, we've got like Still 82 days until it's on to workshop that name. So Great. Plenty of time. <laughs> Heaps of time. Boil Plenty a kettle. Time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bring me knitting. Plenty of time. Yes. Now, um, 
Another thing that, uh, going off the topic of Wynnum Fringe for a moment, you're on The Voice. Was I? Yes. Ah. I did not know this until, I don't know, like a year after I met you or something. Ah. I saw some posts somewhere and I went, oh, ah. right, I didn't know about that. Because um, I, I don't watch those shows. Right. I just don't. Right, right. Um, how was that as, as an experience? We talked uh, to Brooke Sherbert about the similar thing. Oh, yeah. Did she have a good time? She had a great time. We asked her what's um, more stressful, doing a reality singing competition or being an independent artist. Oh, that's Turns out hard. both. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm. <laughs> yeah. All of the above, ABC. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I was... I was 21. I was Cal's age. So what I, am I, doing I, with I, my <laughs> I, um, I think I've, I've learned a lot since, and it was a pretty, um, pretty big moment of growth. So mm-hmm. I, I think I tried to be too many things, and I remember oh. just being a yes guy, and I was like, I can do jazz, I can do rock, I can do pop, I can do whatever you want. And I think I, looking back at the footage, I'm like, oh, I was just trying to be too many things. So I think. Personally, I learned a lot about how how I want to perform. But the best part of it for me, well, apart from meeting Kylie Minogue and getting to hang with her in the studio, that was pretty wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the best part outside of that. Mm -hmm. Just pick up that name you just dropped. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're old mates. No, we're not. Great. But but I love her. Uh, The best part for me was just meeting all the artists. So there was 100, 100 and something artists at the start and then there were less and less. But... But now I've got all these networks, like Tando, who came to the Fringe last year. Um, she was on, on my team on The Voice, so that's how mm, we met. Great. Um, uh, and, and many other people who were doing so many different things, from musicals to their own music to singing in celebrities' bands. Like, I've got this network that I got during The Voice, and I think that's the best thing that I got out of it, was meeting so many artists from so many different states at great. one time. Wonderful. Mm. Well, you've certainly recommended a lot of great artists for us to sort of interview. Rita Satch being oh one God. of them. Oh, yeah. Holy dooly. What a voice. What a talent. What an incredible talent. But there was just so much last year. Velvet. Rewired. Oh, Rewired. I knew it was a re Everyone gets that wrong, though. As long as you remember Velvet, you've nailed it. Exactly. Um, and... You know, all the guys from Headfirst Acrobats that came into the studio on their night off. Delightful. Oh, yeah. Thank goodness they were not in costume or their <laughs> lack of. <laughs> yes. Maybe yeah. we should request that this year because maybe they might be coming back to the festival. Oh. Ooh. Dust off the gold plates. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Bring them in. Excellent. We should put that in their contract before they sign it, actually. We had gold plates out for them. Okay. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. Did they use them? <laughs> No, oh. no. Um, and if Ridiculous. you haven't, if you don't get that reference, uh, you have to go and see the show. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I, I can probably say that it's 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 definitely going to come back to Winter Fringe. Great. <laughs> I'm going to awesome. give. I'm going to just drop that out there and say that okay. it's going to happen. Great. And I'm sure they'll be cool with me saying that too. Uh, look, um, I'm all for backflipping nuns and stripper heels, so yeah. <laughs> I'm totally keen. November 15 to the 3rd of December, <laughs> every night of the festival they'll be playing. Excellent. Wow. Yeah. And to keep up with all your news, don't forget to keep up with Wynnum Fringe on all the socials, winnumfringe.com for mm-hmm. all the information. That's where you get a lot of the tickets as well. Uh, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. All of it. Got to keep up with it. Yeah. It's going to be great. Support. What do we always say on this program? Support, support. local arts. Yes. Support it. Support, support, support. And um, if you didn't get that, we want you to support local yes. artists. Um, just <laughs> clarifying for those mm. who weren't quite sure there. Um, 
It's going to be so great. We are so excited mm. because you have the experience as a performer to know what performance to give to everyone else, not just your own. True. Mm. But everyone else you bring to the fringe. And you did a great job last year. Thank you. We yeah. cannot wait to see who is here this year, what yeah. other exciting things happen. Mm. Me too. Mm. <laughs> and that one off Rock the Bay event a couple of years back. Ian Moss, Super oh. Jesus, Bachelor Girl. Yeah. Um, even though there was a couple of COVID performances via satellite. True. The Win and Fringe satellite in orbit right. right now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can see it passing by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably outside of Bayside Burlesque. Probably, I would say Rock the Bay was my favourite day of my whole career. That was just a whole coming together of it was on my old school's front lawn. So it was at Iona College. Um, I had these artists that I've always looked up to playing. It was my first time organising an event like that, like an outdoor concert of of, of scale. Um, I'd just finished touring with Marsha, and Marsha was touring with um, Casey and the Sunshine Band and Sister Sledge and the Village People, and I was singing backing vocals in her band at this big thing, and then I organised one at my old school like a few months later. So it, it was the best coming together, and the weather was perfect. It was. And we were allowed to dance. Like, the COVID rules changed the night before. We were going to have oh. to make people sit down with masks and not dance, and then they changed the rules at 4 p.m. the day before. Yeah. And then 2,000 people rocked up, and all the artists had a great time. It was, what, a far out. That's, that's a huge highlight. Yeah. And it was great to see you perform that day as well. <laughs> I was, I think I was, uh, I was having a conversation with someone and then I heard you start to sing and I went, stop. <laughs> Tom singing the letter by Joe Cocker. This conversation has ended. I will be back in three and a half minutes. <laughs> so hopefully uh, you will be on a stage at some point in this year's Fringe. That's That would be one of my hopes for the well, Fringe. Well, I'd love to. I'm so so torn. I mean, it takes... I, I love performing and I love producing and I can't do them both at the same time very well. Okay, fair. But I need that to happen too. And it, it might in a small way this, week, this year and then it will probably in a bigger way next year. Okay. Yeah. Right. You Excellent. heard it here first. No. Mm-hmm. Oh. It is on the record. <laughs> we we will hold official. you to it. Good. We are recording. Excellent. Excellent. Well, look, I really, really thank you for coming in. Um, it's always a treat having a chat with you. We love supporting local artists, local arts, diverse arts, queer arts, you name it. And that's basically the same motto of the fringe. And mm-hmm. so. Anytime we can be involved, we are more than happy to. Thank you. And I have to say on behalf of the festival, thanks for your support since day one. The station has always supported what we've done and spread the message far and wide, especially into the Redlands, because they're such an important part of our of our festival and our culture here in, mm. in southeast Queensland. So mm. thanks for supporting me and the festival, you bloody legends. Yeah. And I can't wait to keep working with you in the next few chapters of Win and Fringe. Yes. Looking forward to it. So we're going to play three tracks now from your Hey EP. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey. We've got How Do You Do, These Are The Times, and we're going to start off with a song I played the day you announced the first Win and Fringe. Okay. Because I thought I have the EP. So I am going to start off with a haunting version of I Go To Rio. Oh. I love, oh, like Triple H, haunting. I'd like to thank Telstra for this one because that helped me pay off the EP that I spent when they picked this up for the Rio Olympics. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, perfect. Thanks to Telstra. Shout out to Telstra. (laughs) 
It's the only good thing I've ever said about him. <laughs> You're on Bay FM 100.3. Tom, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Oh. Thanks, Tom. Come home to where the music is all yours. 100.3 Bay FM. Heart and soul of the Bay. <laughs>